Hey, it's me, Denise Lee, and welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast, where we help improve your mindset and your money. And in today's episode, I thought to do something different. Uh, Today, I'm going through my personal notes and sharing with you some of the things that motivate, inspire, and encourage me when times are rough, when times are bad, and just everything in between. And I'm really hoping that this will be something of positive use for you. So stay tuned. After this short break, we'll get right back, right into it. Okay, and we're back. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much um, for spending your time with me. And if you've been listening for multiple episodes, thank you so much. I'm giving you right big old electronic hug thank you so much um and obviously if you're enjoying this um please feel free to share it with somebody else in your network who might benefit from this type of content so this is something that i encourage everyone to do and it's this if somebody says something that's really good or profound um make a note of it. I have a, on my phone like uh, this running list on my note of all the things that have inspired me and motivated me and kept me encouraged. And it's, it's, it's building quite long of a list. In fact, um, as I'm looking at my list right now, it's darn near over a hundred little words or phrases or something like that. Uh, that have been really helpful and beneficial for me. So w- I'm not going to read off every single thing that's on my list, but I just wanted to share some of the things that have really helped me as an entrepreneur, have helped me stay motivated and encouraged. Now, this is one of those episodes where obviously one thing might strike out to you more than the other. So um this is what I've been, I've heard people say, it's like, you know, chew out the meat and spit out the bones. Like, so whatever doesn't resonate with you, like, don't worry, keep listening, trust and believe that something that I will say will stick out for you. And I'm hoping that it will be um, a blessing for you in terms of like your, your journey right now in business. So it is not one of those things where I definitely believe that everything might be helpful, but if it is, then that's definitely a big pro. So without any other delay, let's get into it. Number one that I have on my list is in order to operate, you need to learn how to cooperate. So let me explain what that means. And this this message goes so bigger and broader than um, just running your business. This is kind of just thinking about just living life. So let me explain what it is. So in order for you to like achieve your goals in business, meaning like you um, are making a certain amount of sales or you're you've reached influencer status or you're making like really big waves, you have to spend a lot of time kind of in the trenches working alongside people, um, doing little a lot of little side projects, helping somebody else. It could be joining, um, hopping on another person's podcast or um, joining in somebody's live stream or, uh, you know, working a part-time jobs, you know, that is geared in the same field of study that you want to be independently. Like I don't want us to delude ourselves and thinking that, you know, if we have a lot of passion in one particular thing, like poof, like we'll be elevated into, um, 
you know, instant status and fame and fortune. It doesn't work out that way. You know, I've always heard the expression that, um, you know, uh, a famous person was years in the making. And I, and I truly believe that too. Um, it's not about, um, you know, trying to, you know, become viral overnight. A lot of times it's just, you know, learning like from other people who are just studying and um, who I've been, you know, working for many years. And and I think, you know, when we see people, they just seem like they pop out of nowhere. We think, oh, well, like um, they, they just, they just hit the luck. And oftentimes I think about even Beyonce as a perfect example. Um, Beyonce, uh, before she was in Destiny's Child, she was she was in another group. Um, uh, uh, I forgot that Girls' Time. That was the name of the the band she was in. Girls' Time before you know her father um, renamed it to Destiny Child, and they they spent hours, hours, hours practicing, hours being rejected. Um, many times they were trying to um, go and uh, to big name labels like Arsta and, and some of these other play p- people, and they were just rejected. And it was just, you know, over so many years of dedication that she got noticed and she's like the powerhouse that she is now and Kelly Rowland and all those people. The point I'm trying to make is that, you know, it took time. It took years. It took dedication. So be in the process of just maybe just taking some humility and just learning to work with people who are in the field that you're in and, 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 and put in the, the homework and just be patient. Okay. Um, I'm looking at my list again. So the other thing is, sorry, uh, we are, um, what are you doing for heaven's sake? This is what I wrote. What are you doing for heaven's sake? This is a really important one that I constantly have to check myself in, honestly, myself, where basically the expression goes like, if you're going to be doing something, are you doing it for what reason? For what purpose? For what? Are you doing it to keep yourself busy for the sake of busy? Are you doing this because this is going to um, step you into a larger plan? What? What? What is it? I want to know. Um, I think a lot of this, and I'm guilty of this too. I, I did this for many years myself. I was busy for the sake of being busy, and that's going to really put you in a trap, you know? Because I think. In our society, you know, it just looks like we're always trying to showcase like we are, we're busy and we're working, we're doing all, you know, all these other things. And sometimes we forget that a lot of times it's simplicity and just doing the, like, the little things well than just trying to do a whole bunch of stuff. I'll never forget, you know, when my husband first met me. And he thought he was so impressed about the things that I did. I was taking Spanish lessons. I was getting my, I was doing personal training. I was working full time. I was volunteering at a, um, my local newspaper. And I was just uh, on top of, you know, my social life. And I just thought, okay, you know, everybody will see how busy and important I was. And if you had, if I had to be honest and ask, asked myself like what I was doing. The reality of it was is I was just trying to distract me from my own issues, my own personal problems. I didn't really want to um, focus on what I needed to focus on. You know, you could be doing a whole lot of nothing. 
You know what I'm talking about? Like a whole lot of nothing, a whole lot of stuff where you think you're busy, you think you're doing a lot of stuff, but you're just actually just trying to distract yourself from what really matters. So for what are you doing for heaven's sake? It's like basically asking yourself, what is the purpose of what you're doing? Are you really doing something because it's going to help you or you're just trying to avoid what's really, um, what really is important? So number three I have here on my list is stop letting people define you. If they define you, you allow them to dictate your choices. And this boy, like, I'm just going to repeat this, like, because I think I, I want everybody in the back of the room to hear this too. It's like, Number three is stop letting people define you. If they define you, you allow them to dictate your choices. And I mean, I think, you know, as humans, we're wired to want to get appreciation, especially on social media, where like it feels like our level of appreciation is distilled down to the likes, the comments, and the shares, you know, that people have. And I, I'm. You know, I I definitely feel like, you know, that's just unfortunate the way that we're at. And it's a society where, you know, we're only as good as the content that we put out. And we are so much more than that. If we're going to be our most authentic self, right? We have to be able to stand as who we are. No apologies. No, you know, there there's a community for everyone. We don't have to try to... Um, seek the approval of people who we think are cool, you know, or we think are, you know, getting really rich and paid or famous. Like we don't have to do that. We can make, we can be cool within our own little sphere, our own little circle of influence. I know it feels like sometimes, especially if you're growing your business and especially it doesn't feel like you have a large following, like I'm, you just have to mimic somebody else. And then hopefully like, you know, um, enough people can grab that attention and, and run with it. And I want to let you know that that's just don't do that. You're actually going to hurt yourself more in the process because if you're going to be a diluted version of somebody else, you're going to like be nothing of, for you. You know, you're not going to be able to really show up and serve a community well if you're just trying to mimic somebody else. And I know that sounds easier said than done. If you need to look at yourself in the mirror every day and say at least 10 times, I am beautiful, I'm special, I'm special, I am appreciative you know, people value me for who I am like 10,000 times, like that's what you have to do. And I know it feels especially difficult when you're starting to grow your business and it just feels like everyone wants to take, take, take from you. Everyone doesn't want to buy any of your stuff, right? They just want to just consume your stuff for free, right? It feels, or, or worse, yeah, they, they don't even want to bother like consuming. They just want you to spend their money, spend your money on them for their products or services. And it feels annoying, right? Cause you know, you're, you're sitting there putting yourself out there. You're trying to, you know, get some recognition and the only attention that you get are from solicitors. I know it's super annoying. But um, I just want to let you know that, you know, there's going to come a time when someone's going to pay attention to you. There's going to come a time when someone's going to say, you know, gosh, I really needed to hear from your voice, like your voice specifically. You, you are basically ringing my bell. You're telling, you're saying all the things I wish somebody else would say, but I was too afraid. I mean, I was too, not afraid. I was too, um, 
you know, you know, depressed to hear it from um, anywhere else. Like, thank you so much. There's going to, there's going to be somebody who's going to be thanking you for you being you in your own unique way, your own unique voice. So I just want you to stand strong during this waiting process while you're, you know, while you're growing your, your business, like there's going to come a time where people are going to really need you. So that's why you have to be yourself no matter what, just be yourself. Okay. Uh, number four, uh, when purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. And, you know, then I want to just tie in another uh, comment that was related is abuse happens when you are unaware of the creation's purpose. So I'm just going to read both lines again. When purpose is unknown, abuse is inevitable. And abuse happens when you are unaware of the creation's purpose. So let me break down and explain what I'm just, I just said, because I noticed, I know I said a mouthful. Oftentimes we find ourselves, and it's kind of related to what I said, you know, um, in the, the, about de- defining, letting people define you, is that in the the zeal and the and the desire to have, you know, getting fame, gaining attention, right? We, if we're not if we're not careful, we can find ourselves like becoming someone that we're not, right? And if we are getting sidetracked away from our natural gifts or natural talents, the things that make us us, right? And we're just trying to like copy somebody else, like we're we might fall down a rabbit hole where we're just doing a whole bunch of crazy things that just make no sense and is unrelated to, you know, who we are in the core. Um I'm guilty of this. You know, it's it's definitely a work in process. I remember for the longest time, people would say to me, oh, Denise, you're extroverted, you know? And I remember just kind of just putting myself out there and just doing a lot of funny videos and just trying to put, you know, you know, really push myself. And I felt really hollow. And I realized that, yes, while I, I like, you know, making jokes, I like, you know, having some comedy, like that's not the core essence of who I am. And I was just trying to be someone that I'm not. And when you're trying to be someone that you're not, you you can easily fall down the rabbit hole of just doing a bunch of things that just don't feel natural, don't feel comfortable. Have you found yourself, you know, putting yourself in situations or doing things that just don't even feel right? That don't even like make any sense? You know, I know I have, you know, and... I, I I definitely know that it's easy to, especially in this online, you know, social media world to, you know, find ourselves kind of trying to, you know, hop on and do a whole bunch of stuff, hoping to get attention, hoping that this one will be the one that we will get, you know, notice and somehow like will be elevated. And I can't sit here and tell you what's your magic pill, what's going to be the way that you're going to get noticed and you're going to get attention. I, but I do know. I do know for certain is the way not to do it is through trying to be someone that you're not like you are made beautifully and perfect just the way you are don't try to be anybody else okay you're just perfect just the way you are so one of the things that you know again I just need to repeat is like if you need to just say those affirmations like 10 times a day in the morning like how beautiful and wonderful and special you are that's what you need to do because otherwise like you might find yourself doing things that will compromise your integrity I'll just leave it at that. Okay, so um, 
here's another one that I wrote is learn to manage, not control emotions. This is another one that um, hit me really hard because, you know, for the longest time, and I'm not going to sit here and say that it's totally resolved, but, you know, anxiety is a definitely a huge problem that um, it was worse in the past. It definitely has gotten better for me, but anxiety was a huge thing. And when I think about the anxiety, it was always tied to expectations, expectations of what I think should happen, expectations of what I think people should be doing, expectations about like, you know, within a certain amount of time, I should receive X amount of result because I will, I felt like I, I did my homework. I, I put my dues. I deserve it, right? And that's basically me saying that I have control over things that are beyond my circumstances. You know, even if we're, to be honest with you, like even if we're doing all the most important things, right? Like we can't control our outcomes, but we can control our emotions. Well, we can control letting life be life. And that means like not expecting anything, even if we do the best things in the world. Like haven't we, I mean, haven't we, let's, let's even get back to basics. Like think about even like weight loss, for example, right? You can exercise all you freaking want in the world, right? But you could have hormonal problems or you could have problems with sleep or you can have problems with just your genetics and you can never lose five pounds. Those last five pounds that you've been struggling, you've been burning it out on the treadmill for 40 minutes a day, five days a week or whatever you're doing, right? Even if you're trying all you want, right? You can try a combination of things. Sometimes you just need to accept that you may you may not lose that last five pounds. I'm just giving an example. For a lot, some of you people who are listening, like you've been trying this business for the last couple of years, and it just feels like you know you may be making some money, you know, but you're not making the money that you want. Perhaps you know. There might be a cap. I don't know what it is. You know, obviously, I'm hoping that for those who are listening, you know, you have support, you have a network. Um, hopefully, you have a coach, you know, um, that is supporting you and guiding you throughout this process, this journey, because it's not easy. But, you know, there comes a point where the season that you're in, you just have to just grind through and just accept where you're at and don't rush the process. I think a lot of us, we get into more problems when we're trying to fast track and accelerate instead of just working through our current struggles. All right. Um, That actually brings me to the next one is number 10 is sometimes it's necessary to receive training. um, Sorry, sometimes it's necessary to receive outside perspective. So basically what I'm trying to say is that... um, when we're looking at things through our own like tunnel vision, you know, we get caught up, you know, looking at stuff from our own vantage point, we're missing like the bigger picture. Like I'll, I, when I think about, for example, you know, the moments I've stressed about, you know, product lunches or stuff for my business. And I was just like, I, I remember I would just complain to my coach. I'm like, oh, it's not selling as well. Or, oh, it's not moving. The product is not moving, you know, as much as I want to. And I remember, you know, you know, talking with my coach and, you know, you know he would be like, well, you haven't considered this or you haven't considered why, you know, sometimes you just need someone that's not you to look at things and give you a certain idea that, um, that I think definitely is going to help, 
uh, you think about um, things that, you know, it may be not as bad as you think, or maybe you, you need to try something that is, um, it, that you haven't considered. And I, I definitely feel like um, it's definitely something that I wish that somebody else who told me was like, please, um, like help me, help me look at certain things differently. Help me to like not take things as personal, like or perhaps maybe I should, you know, try something different. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm just shooting some things out there. The point I'm trying to make here is that we need sometimes someone that's not us to look at things differently. Okay. Now. Here's another one is um, focus on the process and less on the goals. And I think I feel like I've been kind of saying this throughout, you know, all of these 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 points that I've been listening uh, listing um, out is that a lot of times we're so focused on just that final outcome, like it could be a money thing or audience size or something else like and we're like. If we're not careful, we'll blink our eyes and moments or years could pass through later because we're just so focused on just that target, just that goal, and not understanding that we can grow through the little moments, through uh, the little happenings that's, that, that's occurring to us. I definitely don't want you to feel like it is only... you that can go through those moments of difficulties or heartaches or you that can only, that only feels like it's not happening the way you want it to happen. I think we're all, I think that's part of being human. We, are, we're, we all struggle with that. So just in those moments where you're, where you're struggling, ask yourself, like, how am I really growing? How am I really benefiting from this experience? This is not all bad. This is actually helping me for the good. How is specifically helping me the good? What can I really relish and appreciate right now? Because you blink your eyes, it's going to be gone in a flash. Trust and believe. Even the most difficult experience that you could be experiencing right now will be gone in an instant. Trust and believe because that's how life moves. Life moves really fast, right? Even the things that I think I, I've struggled with, like I blink my eyes, poof, it's over, it's gone. It's, an, it's, an, it's another thing that I have to deal with. So um, now I'm looking through my notes, and because I, I don't, I don't think we're, I'm not going to sit here and list all hundred things that I have here. Um, you know, here's another one: is uh, with with our problems come potentials and possibilities. So every I remember, you know, I was listening to a, a, a different coach, um, not my coach, but just a different coach, and she has this idea that says that every time a bad thing happens, she says, "I am thrilled this is happening." And this was particularly, uh, she was talking about an incident where she was afraid she could not. Um, meet her her cash flow goal to um, I'm not cash flow to meet her payroll for her business, you know. And as a result, um, she um, was she was really down to the wire, and she wasn't uh, she was afraid that she couldn't pay all her staff, and she realized that she kind of set herself up 
for that situation because uh, she overextended herself and all this stuff. So she kept on repeating, I'm thrilled this is happening because it's teaching me to be more conscious of my money, right? I'm thrilled this is happening because it's helping me to um, cut back on certain expenses. You might have to say that to you to yourself too, like rewiring your brain. I think for a lot of us, we need to rewire our brain. A lot of us are training ourselves to look at situations like a lot worse than they really are. But when you say to yourself, I'm thrilled this is happening, you're giving like your brain new neurological pathways and saying like, this is this is not a problem. This is um, an opportunity. This is basically stretching myself in a way that I couldn't stretch myself before. And then this is exciting and I am thrilled this is happening. Perhaps you need to be saying that to yourself on a regular basis. Like you are thrilled this is happening every single time something negative is happening because there's no, no such thing as negatives, right? There's only opportunities. Okay. Um, Here's another one. Uh, Failures are great moments of learning. I love this one so much. Uh, This is definitely one of those moments where I think back of all the things that I've tried in business and I haven't quite gotten the way I wanted the results to be. But through the process, you know, I learned so much about myself. I learned so much about the industry I was working in. I was learning so much about how to deal with certain people in terms of improving my interpersonal skills. Like there were so many wins that came through it. Not the wins that I wanted, right? But the the wins nonetheless. So you have to ask yourself as you're kind of evaluating life and certain look at certain things, ask yourself, Is this something that, like, how am I learning through this? How am I growing? How am I experiencing more positive things? Because I think if we start thinking in those terms, like, what can I, what can be learned? How can I grow? How can, like, I, like, what can happen next? I think we definitely can really grow, not just obviously in our business, but in our personal life. Everything that we're doing, every obstacle, everything that comes across our path is meant to help us, is is meant to make us grow, is meant to make us feel like, sorry, not make us feel, make, help make us become a better and a stronger person, right? And I'm hoping that you, you know, take those moments of, of, of whatever you're going through right now, like, and we're all going through something, but you're thinking of it from a positive viewpoint rather than negative. Well, that is it. Um, I have so much more I could share, but I think these are like the most important things that that I wanted to share with you at this point. So if you really like this, please let me know. I'll definitely do a part two of this. Uh, Send me a message at hello at deniseglee.com. Love to continue the conversation. And obviously, if you're on LinkedIn, please connect with me. I'd love to continue the conversation. And um, if there's anything that I can do for you, please let me know. Well, that is it. Um, If there's a favorite takeaway, let me know too. I'd love to hear from it. So um, that's it. Take care and be awesome.